The silence has already ended, and we started talking about the podcast. The microphone is on. We sit down at the table. Hi, guys. Uh, hey. Hi. Hey. I said hello to him. Yeah. I responded. I, yeah. It's been a long day. And, and Dan and Jess, they responded as well yeah. to yes, the response. We responded to your response. Yeah. And the dog snuffled underneath the table. How about yeah. that, Keys? <laughs> I said, how about that, Keys? <laughs> and my notes were And then ready. Dan said, how about that, Keys? Yeah. And my notes are ready and my phone ready to go. They're ready I said my notes phone. are ready on the phone. They were ready on his phone. You guys, shut up! Max was <laughs> really What the hell are you doing this for? <laughs> Max was upset. Yeah. <laughs> and he was You're saying, had to say that again? What the hell? And then, then Chino and then barked. barked. And then the dog barked. And then I bark. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? We're, we're doing just what this movie did. It felt like the thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Because it has a lack of quotable lines. Yeah, true, true. All right. Uh, hey. As Chino was also angry at this movie. Did he watch this movie? I do not know. Uh, he... He watched it with us last night, actually. He was, uh... Chino watched the movie, but I doubt he was thrilled. Nah. I slept for most of it. <sighs> yeah, I kind of felt... Do I do the thing now? All right, all right, do the thing. Hey, welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. It's like the, the music should start playing here right now. And there's the music. Okay, so this here, we have <laughs> Double Indemnity, the noir classic directed by Billy Wilder... <laughs> Jocelyn Croft. Sorry. And we have this here for you. His narration. And this is here. Shut up. Okay, this oh. here stars Fred That's McMurray, rude. Barbara Stanwyck, uh, Edward G. Robinson, and uh, yeah, this one, uh, we're going to have a good time here for you. Enjoy the show. And this is, if you haven't heard this podcast before, uh, this is where we celebrate film when it was on film, and we keep it real to real. All right. Have a good time. Go quickly as if he had something to hide. Sure. And then I said, introduce myself. Hey, I'm Kaz, and I introduced myself. Hey, I'm Nick, and I'm here. Dan thought this was kind of irritating. Guys, this is kind of irritating. <laughs> Jocelyn is dying. Guys, I don't feel so good. <laughs> uh, this, this movie, Double Indemnity. Yeah. Double Indemnity, Mama, Mama. I thought right. it's about insurance and murder. I thought it was going to be one of those movies that I managed to get through about half of, and then when I woke up, I went to Wikipedia to look up the rest of the plot. But I actually was able to. I watched the whole thing. Because it didn't. It feel, wasn't Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, it didn't right. feel like two hours. Granted, it was two hours of people sitting around talking. Right. But it was more compelling than Ocean's Eleven was. Yes, yeah. but I felt like it dragged. A little bit. Ocean's Eleven is like at the at the uh, on the ocean floor. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, this yeah. is like the barnacles on the fucking boat. Okay. Like, it just Ocean's Eleven is Mariana's trench. Yeah. 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 There's a... the Earth's anus. <laughs> See, how long has it been since we did that review? Like, how long has it? How long do I have to say Ocean's Eleven was? It was like six and a half it's millennia. It's been about six months since <laughs> yeah. we did that one. Oh, the other year we said that that one yeah this there's parts of this that really made me mad and the fact that this I I said something on our Instagram uh, uh, video that I want to correct if anybody did say something that according to the American Film Institute this is higher than Casablanca it is not uh, it's significantly lower I double checked it uh, okay. Casablanca is sitting in the top 100 at number 3 <coughs> I was gonna say, uh, I it's number 1 I was gonna say I didn't hate it's this not. movie no, no, I'm wondering what's number one. 
Uh, no, I'll look at it, but it's sitting at three. This, this is sitting at, yeah, this is sitting at number 29. Yeah. As ah, of good. right now. Okay, now, I didn't hate this movie. Yeah. But it, it's not Casablanca. No. It is not in that, in that realm. But no. I feel like it tries to be. It, it wants it, to be. It, 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 it's wearing it, its Casablanca pants, but yeah. it, it's not quite. It, it, it's not wearing its Casablanca pants. It's like it reminds me of when I was really little and The Simpsons first came out, and I went to a carnival down, I think at the park, like Knock right off near Bart shirts. Yeah, not yeah. right where we live. And I, like I took a picture at a card with a cardboard cutout oh. of Bart Simpson, <laughs> and he's just just quite the wrong yeah. color. He's got just a blue slightly shirt. off and a little bit wider in the face. I'm yeah. like, hey, Bart Simpson. And I was like walking around with this pin really happy and really like, that stupid Bart Simpson. It's just, it reminds me of that. Or like, or like the Bart yeah. Simpson stuff when we were in Italy. They, why why yeah. do they have knockoff shirts of that? Because I, we made so much of it in the U.S. and had to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but after yeah. all this time. I mean, don't yeah. have a cow, man. Uh, yeah. uh, actually, I just I, I thought of the best analogy of like yeah. this movie wants to be Casablanca. Yeah, it's not wearing Casablanca pants. It's wearing a Casablanca uh, like Halloween costume, like from the, the late, plastic like kind? The, the late seventies, early eighties ones. It's the plastic bib with a picture of the character. Yeah. That's, supposed to be. Wait, what, That's what it's doing. What's the timeline of the, those movies? Uh, this one came out in forty four, but it's based yeah. in thirty eight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so what yeah. was Casablanca? Casablanca <laughs> was, was 1942. Yeah, it was German. 41-42. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. And, you, and this is 41-44? 44. I mean, it's not trying to go for the exact same movie, but it's trying to go for the same kind of... The Build same up, kind of yeah. Feel, the same yeah, like, this is... I wouldn't the, link them together at yeah, all. Like, yeah, I like, just... They're both black and white movies, yeah. and they look pretty. Yeah, like, this is the movie that... boring. <clears throat> well, Walter, you know? Walter wants to be the main <coughs> character of Casablanca mm-hmm. so badly. Yeah. He is doing his best Bogart impression, yeah. and it kind of comes off wrong. Right. He's like dollar store Bogart. Right, and, you know... Um, kind of like in, yeah. uh, was... One of the, which Schumacher Batman movie had the weird banter in it that I couldn't tell it was parody or not. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure Schumacher knew it was parody or not. Yeah. <laughs> he made a parody without realizing. The one with it. the crazy psychologist lady. Oh, God, that wasn't banter. That was somebody just not knowing how to write sexual tension. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, that kind of th- it sounds like this, except the film noir '40s version of well, yeah, well, throwing out a bunch of well, yeah, well, yeah, slang that, and shit and. Where the insurance guy just kind of yeah. barges into your house and starts hitting on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's... Oh, great. yeah, we'll get into that bit when we get to it. I mean, it's honestly, I agree with you. It's... This movie itself, I mean, when you think of noir films, is the one that you're supposed to be thinking of yeah. when it when that, when you talk about that era, you know. Isn't when, the other one like Maltese Falcon? Maltese, yes. Maltese yeah. Falcon, which we have reviewed, um, and also any of the, like, we, we reviewed three, like, this is our third Billy Wilder film huh. that we were filmed there. We did Some Like It Hot yep. and um, Sunset Boulevard. Oh. But he, he directed and wrote both of those. Apparently, Sunset Boulevard counts as film noir, too. It right? is, yeah. yeah. Well, it is, definitely. But, I mean, there's also, there's there's bits of it that really, really made me fucking angry. Besides, <laughs> like, the Romeo and Juliet vibe of, I've known you for 20 minutes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just going to go out there on a limb here. 
Romeo and Juliet didn't work out well for anyone involved. No. No. It's it not didn't. a romantic thing. No. It's like two fourteen year olds. Two fourteen year olds hooked up once and then eight people died. A seventeen year old and a thirteen year old. Okay, okay, okay it's worse then. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. So like, the two of them hooked up and then like nine people got killed. And the it. the best character in the entire play dies for no reason. Well, Mercutio. Mercutio. Yeah. yeah. I think the whole But I do bite my thumb. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the whole point, only Shakespeare I know. <laughs> point of that wasn't so much about horny teenagers, but the whole this this feud between their families is freaking stupid. Yeah. And so oh, it's yeah. kind of the feud that gets people killed, but they're like the catalyst, I guess. Well, yeah. It's a good point because it kinda goes with this as well. Yeah, it's this like is definitely a an lot of this it. it's a lot it's a lot of it that works with the time mm-hmm. period. And you it know did what spawn like like a bunch yeah. of uh, a trend towards film noir. Yeah. It did, yeah, it did, but it's still like this. But this particular movie only could be released in 1944 because now the plot is cliche. Yeah, oh yeah, but it's still it's, it's the not the fact that shirts. it was new. It was just some of the stuff that went on. It's like it can only happen in 1944. Like yeah. cliche starts somewhere. Yeah, wasn't yeah. Stra- I wasn't, wasn't sure if it was on a train similar to this. I have never seen Strangers on a Train. It's I again. I don't know the I full details I... of it, but it's like two people meet on a train and get into a, a like, murder an, pact. A, a murder pact to kill the other's like significant other. I'm amazed we have. Was that Liam Neeson? Neeson? No, stra- there's been a few different Hitchcock? Strangers on a Train. Oh, uh, all right. I, I'm I, pretty sure the the original one was an older one. I'll look it up. We'll figure it out. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> there. But I mean, I'm just wondering if that's where it started. The, yeah. Kind of the cliche. Let's kill the husband for the insurance money. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think that all started when insurance became a thing. Yeah, yeah. The uh, plan is hilariously also, stupid. I wanted to mention something that I, I found really, really interesting and went, okay. "Huh?" And you didn't think that this was a problem back then either. When they're talking about insurance claims, yeah, and how the the main boss brings up the fact that he thinks this was a suicide, mm. and Keys comes in and he's like, "Well, if you've actually done your research." There's all different kinds of types of suicides, this kind, this kind, this kind. And it delves deep into age, race, nationality, right. all these things. And I'm like, wait, you had all of this information in 1938 about suicides. And, how and you didn't di- think that this was a problem? And all the different right. permutations of suicide and suicide by this and then by this, by that, by that, by that. Maybe, maybe life's just a little... Rough in yeah. the 30s that, that you have that many details. Yes, I mean, granted, yeah. it's the Depression, the wars, <clears throat> That's what I was gonna say, everything yeah. else. You got all this stuff. Even so yeah. by 44? But they didn't really. Yeah. Oh, well, well it's, war, it's yeah. set in 38. Yeah. So it would, oh, uh, the okay. Depression was still going. Yeah. So you would think that they would try to focus more on the, I don't know, helpful mental states of these people. Yeah. And they don't even but it's just, rush it under the rug, and I'm just yeah. like, holy crap. So it makes me wonder now. Yeah. If our current insurance companies have this much detail I think on they, people, I, I just think they might. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything about it though. Well, see, that's a really good point. A, that's where it's where my mind went after. Yeah. This. But generally, a suicide means they don't have to pay out. So if they have right. more information about suicides, right. then that gives them more reason to. Yeah. Not pay out. I know. Trust me, I understand yeah. the, the whole yeah. suicide not paying out thing. Yeah. I understand it on a personal level. Yeah. But. I would think that um, a different kind of, um, not a company, but a different 
something or other would ha- probably handle mental health awareness, though, rather than... But, sure. think, but there really did, wasn't the thing, any awareness. No, there was, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just... It was a, you dealt with your just, problems and you drank yourself into a stupor every night. Yeah. Yes. You know, you don't bother people with that. You just, you know... But it just makes me go, they had all of this information and all these demographics and all of these statistics... In 1938, and it was, yeah. but it was all to serve their bottom line. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't about. It was it more about to serve people. profits. It was more for money and, than anything else. Yeah. Thinking but about, did they collect the statistics? Yeah, uh, I, they had to in order yeah, to try in, to prove that some of these deaths money. were. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. so they didn't get the statistics from like a, a health organization? No, they got the no. through their no. own research. Huh. No, which, may or, to, which may or may not have been fully accurate. Either. Yeah, I'm thinking too. Like my grandmother is. I mean, she was born in uh, 1925, so this would have put her about this period of about a teenager. And I mean, mm-hmm. the story she told me was everybody had their own shit to do. Yeah. And everybody was so caught up in their own problems that dealing with somebody who had a problem or was like hungry or or had a you know or had or had, was having personal problems was just not in anyone's radar. No, my grandma, uh, my grandma's dad made some sandwiches for hungry people during the yeah. depression. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going from her perspective. Too, yeah, I'm just know, offering. That's, yeah, that's it. So I, there's a lot that. They're playing with I think my brain went there because I didn't want to watch the movie anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just say there was a point where we and when we get to that scene, and we're not gonna go really big scene by scene because I don't think we can There's not much go to that say. deep There really isn't that no. much to say. You see no. the first thing you see is a dude walking into a yeah. building, he has an obvious gunshot wound, and he walks in. Yeah. And, and he, he sits starts, down and starts recording himself. Starts recording yeah. wax cylinders, which I think is great. Yeah. His confession. And yeah, there was a point where we get to earlier. We paused the movie, and I think we were getting up to go get some food or something. Or you know, here and I went. We're twenty six minutes in. And that's when I wrote in the private chat here. I'm like, I think we found yeah. something a bit worse than this. Because I'm like, like, it's been here probably halfway through. Like, we're not even a tenth of the way through. And the worst part is when you texted me that I was at work. Yeah. And I was coming off a very long day, and I still had a couple hours to oh, go. No. And I went, are you kidding me? Not again. Yeah. On Ocean's Eleven, and after this, I, I, I felt, can't deal with this today. I, I had some mixed emotions sending it, but I didn't want to like have you go in no, blind I either. It because I was, the issues I had with this movie was yeah. that everyone. <clears throat> it's similar to the, to the kind of thing, the kind of issue I have with texting my sister and Allie. If you're listening, I love you, but my sister cannot text something in one message that she can't stretch out to seven. Yeah. Mm. And that's what this whole movie kind of felt like. You could say what you need to say in like three sentences, yeah. but we're going to stretch it out to a five-minute scene of us having, you can't see my finger quotes on the podcast, but banter right. back and forth. Right. Yeah, to prove just, that we know each other. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've uh, known each other a grand total of eight minutes. Sure, I'll kill your husband. Okay, yeah. that wasn't like that that bad because at least she he was like oh I know what you're getting at I'm you're, picking up what you're throwing yeah. down and I don't like this but then yes. he was like the later she, fine so and then she comes over his house later and okay now I know there's sob story I know they couldn't come out and say it in 44 but when she came over to his house and you know sob story that whole thing do you think it was implied that they actually did anything because he was looking yes. real casual yes 
Alright, yeah, but, he, but he put his tie back on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, they use that tie, too. Okay. Oh, no, 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 I'm watching like, this whole thing, and yeah. I realized after yeah. watching the movie that they just couldn't really show it in 44, but I'm thinking, yeah. like, and this whole time, he didn't even get laid. <laughs> but now, thinking about it at work, there's like, no, that that was probably implied when she came yeah, over. But yeah, he, no, the yeah, whole thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so remember, we, we, we reviewed Casablanca, with, uh, and uh, we had my sister, my brother-in-law. My yeah. brother-in-law, Charlie, said it there. There's a scene in Casablanca where Ingrid Bergman comes over, mm-hmm. and they're hanging around Hunger Humphrey Bogart's house, and, like, the scene, the, the there's a, a, a flash scene change. They're in the same apartment, but it's the next morning. Right. And they're here, so it's like, you know, they're like, oh, my sister who loves these noir films and, like me, is stuck in a time warp of black and white films sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And she looks at it, it's like, oh, you know, it was kind of implied, but they couldn't show it. Yeah. here, and, like, Charlie, who is a, a firefighter and, like, guttural New Englander, sits back and goes, Oh God, he fucking railed her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, my God, he fucking railed her. He had a good old time. Well, it just it reminds me. <laughs> and she, yeah, that she's like, well, and she still kept perfect hair. Yeah. Well, it reminds my God, me the of hair in this. It reminds me of a quote from <laughs> when Harry Met Sally, which I know you don't like that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. But the yeah, very yeah, beginning yeah. of that movie, yeah, they sit down at a restaurant together and they've known each other for about five minutes. Yeah. And he starts talking about Casablanca. Yeah. And how. Um, you would give up the best sex of your life yeah. to become like queen of like Norway. I forget where she was actually getting who she was marrying. But um, at the beginning of the movie, Meg Ryan's character says, "Yes, because I get to be like the queen of Norway or whatever." Yeah. Right. And then later on, as the movie progresses, they bring the the talk up again, and she's like, "I would never have said that." Of course, she ends up with him. She 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 should have she should have stayed with him. But it was like he brings up the fact that yes, they had sex. It wasn't just implied. Yeah. It was kind of thrown in your face. Yeah, I'll have what she's having. Yes. <laughs> oh God, that reminds me of the uh, the special that Dave Mattel did. Remember when he had his friends? They did like the late night show, and they, they reenacted that scene in the diner. You know, here, it was he, actually he, filmed, right? Yeah, the, the actual diner, and there's a guy, a girl that did it. He's like, "Yeah, I'll have what she's." Uh, you know, he's like, "Yeah, I'll have what she's having too." Get it? Cause come. <laughs> and it just cuts right there and it was really funny now, imagine but, how many people go into that diner and, and reenact that the, the workers are going to be so annoyed well, yeah. you know what's funny like, oh, fuck they're doing it again that line the I'll have what she's having mm-hmm. the woman who says that line is the director's mother <laughs> just so you know was that like improv? I just found that out no it wasn't improv yeah. but he was like Okay, so I'm sitting there and I have to direct my mother, and it's like, okay, yeah. she's going to be having a fake orgasm in front of you, and this is what you have to say. And his mother was completely chill with the whole thing. She's like, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah, he was mortified. But he was mortified. But she was like, All right. Yeah. I think that would happen with me. Like, my mom would totally run with it and then mm-hmm. add to it. Just to tweet, just to get, just to like, see what anybody else would say, and then I'd be like, okay, well, can we just get this over with? Can we, just, just can do we do it. another take? See, no, I won't go. Into, I won't go into too much detail. But yesterday, I went to go pick up Chino from my parents' house, and I got a message that basically said, um, "Drive around the block a few times." And I'm like, oh, oh God, I don't want to think about that. It's not even Sunday. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> They're like, how close are you to getting here? I'm like, I'm just going out of work. She's like, they're like, okay, take your time. I'm like, what? 
Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's like a sitcom thing. Yeah. Oh, it is man. like a sitcom yeah. thing. I just kind of went to Walmart and like you know, put, put it around the Transformers aisle, just like, don't think about it, don't think about it. Oh, look, Hound. Don't think about it, don't think about it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good segue. So, basically, the husband's out, and he took out car insurance on his... I don't know if they had a fancy car or something. Yeah. Yeah. And a vehicle. They, yeah, like and then they, they like, forgot to renew it. Yeah, and so that's why he's there, but I guess yeah. it was all like one of those yeah. love at first sight things. Yeah, and there's yeah. the thing, though. It's like you could tell it's 1944. It's like they could do stuff that they can't apply, but she... The main answer is the door <laughs> and Phyllis, played by Barbara Stanwyck. Her hair is like... Her, Weird. Her hair is great, but she's in a freaking towel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just casually, like, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, big boy. <laughs> yeah. And you just hear like I, I did anybody hear like the like the background music where like Babs Bunny would do something? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like it just like you hear that, you're like, hey, look here. He's like, ha, ha, pretty lady. You yeah, really so, liked her anklet. Yeah. yeah. What struck me about that scene? <laughs> What struck me about that scene is I know that house. Mm. What? Oh, that was I funny. I fucking know that house. Grand Theft Auto Five, Michael DeSantis' house. I was house. thinking that too. I didn't that know. F- it's not fully exact, but that the front entryway and that living room. It's it's the it's the 1930s version of it, but that's Michael DeSantis' house. Are they all all huh. has houses like that? I don't know. Because I, don't I know. was like, wondering it's not one hundred percent perfect. But they walked in. I saw the stairs. I saw the way the 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 um like the, the this body counts higher though. I'm looking at oh, yeah. like this is GTA Five. I've been in this house. <laughs> I chased a yoga instructor out because he was sleeping with Michael's wife. I've I've been in this house. Hmm. Yeah. You know, in the narration, they said it's like one of those Spanish houses everyone's been crazy about. For yeah. like ten years ago yeah. from the movie. Yeah. Wait, so. Like, so maybe there's just a lot of houses. Sunset like that. Boulevard too had a house like that. Yeah, that's true. I that, think that's it, yeah. It's like they just like to save it was money. The style, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. an onion in the belt. <laughs> yeah, and you know, yeah, of course, you know, like he's like looking at the anklet and everything, which again just it's a that bit, was a clever way of yeah. him expressing hots in a fairly clean way. Oh yeah, yeah. her ankles were magnificent. I'm looking at your ankles; <laughs> they're hot. Yeah, yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Phyllis. This is so weird. And her name is Phyllis, too, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. real sexy there. Yeah. Sounds like a... I said the same thing, and she's like, it was the 30s. I'm like, but come on. It sounds like a syphilis and phallus mushed together into some kind of disease. That's kind of how you get syphilis. And she you mush, does... You mush together a phallus and something else. Uh, <laughs> it's more syphilis and then she was poisoned. Yeah. 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 Spoiler warning. Nobody's a good guy in this. No. <laughs> no, the except, only one except, except for Keys. Lola and Lola. L- Lola wasn't really in, yeah, it wasn't really her fault and Keys was a decent guy. Yeah. yeah. Nobody else he was good. He looks so familiar. Keys. Keys, yeah. he, he actually I did look that up cuz he was I just really see, hear him say see mm-hmm. yeah. after things. Yeah, cuz what we said last night was he looks like the there was Louie and Rocky in the in the uh in the uh, old Bowwinkle and Looney Tune cartoons. Wait, wait, wait. I'm Those sorry. are two different series. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was um Looney, uh, Bugs Looney Bunny, Tunes. the Looney Tune with a uh, Bugs Bunny. It was the two uh the two gangsters. Yeah. 
Yeah. What are we going to do now, Rock? Shut up, Louie. He was ba- he was based on the Louie character. You mean the uh, other way around? Yeah. Well, we know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So see, this, yeah. but this guy reminded okay, me of. Okay, it's driving um, me crazy. I, I don't know. I know somebody at this table hasn't seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is on. Me. You know, it's on. It's on the docket. R.K. Maroon from that movie mm. is I. It's not the same guy, clearly, because it was a long stretch of time in between. But he seems to have been based on the character of Keys to a certain extent. Huh. Same, yeah. kind of, same kind of vocal pattern, same kind of look, same kind of everything. Well, I knew Barbara well, Stanwyck, but I, I knew her from one specific movie. Oh. Because she was in an Elvis movie. Huh. And in 1964, she was in the Elvis movie Rostabout. Yeah. I've seen the movie a zillion times. I knew her as the badass old lady from The Big Valley. Yes. And there's a lot with Barbara Stanwyck herself that it just... Yeah, I read her background last night. One small twist... And this movie would have been ten times better. Mm-hmm. And that's there. I'll save for later. But it's still. I wanted there to be a killception. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I. Are we going in order? No, no. But really. you know, there's as we you know, move on here, like the, he, you know, William Neff, did, he tricks the husband, uh, Mister Peterson, who a lot of these people are old Broadway actors. Yeah. So I mean, the only thing like you see people and they're like, oh yeah, I know that, but they're still they didn't do too many movies after this. Because it's yeah. hard to to move. It's hard to transition. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. move from yeah. Broadway to to film yeah. because. It's a completely different dynamic. Yeah, and the only one to do it, actually, to go through several mediums is Barbara Stanwyck. Yeah. Because she was a silent film actress. Yep. She was Broadway. Oh, she, yep. was, she was in um, one of the more famous, um, actually, we saw a play on this, uh, Zigfield's Midnight Frolic. Oh. She was one of the Zigfield girls. And uh, she went through all that and then ended up on TV, <coughs> where she ended off her career. So yep. she had ways to bounce around. Um, but, also, but she had the acting chops to like, do yeah, it. She, right. And she could adapt. Yeah, yeah, she could adapt and she could do it, which I, I read a lot of her stuff too. But a lot of people you don't see here, I mean, Fred McMurray, the only thing that he ever, uh, he did two things that were really no, of notoriety after this movie, mm-hmm. uh, where he played the lead role, a comedy ver, uh, role of a movie called The Absent-Minded Professor. Okay. Right. Which you might know the remake as Robin Williams' movie Flubber. Yes. Yes. So um, he did that and it was really good. And he was on a TV show called My Three Sons. Oh my God, I loved that show. Yeah. Or he was the he was the it, dad. He was of the, the dad. Yeah. yeah. That's why yeah. he looks so goddamn familiar. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I loved that show with the, the sneakers, the animated yeah. shoes. Yeah. yeah, I remember it vaguely, but once I, I just saw like, the shoes. Yeah, Nick yeah, yeah the, the Robin Williams Flubber movie. We saw his picture up when we went to Epcot last month. Yep. Where in the uh, Figment ride? Well, it's, it's like the Absent Minded Professor is also wasn't um what's his name? Didn't what's his name do it too? Are you thinking of Jerry Lewis? Because yeah. I was Jerry Lee Lewis did the Nutty Professor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's the big difference. Okay. Yeah, that's the big difference. Totally that was the same the thing same with thing. me. I saw it. I'm like, wait a minute. No, that was like that was no, weird. No, that was yeah. the Nutty Professor, which is what um, um, Eddie Murphy did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That I have mixed feelings about that movie. Yeah. 
sometimes. But anyway, so like, I think, you know, before we go, let's just do station identification and yep. before we go any further. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Now lastly, we have our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash mttm. As we said, it's always free to subscribe and share. However, anything you can donate would certainly be appreciated. Thanks so much, and back to the show. Hey, before we go any further on this also, what I want to add, um, if you live in the southeast New England area, specifically in Bristol County, um, and you're about to join school and want to get some uh, get some credits under your belt, we are going to be opening an internship program under Movie Theater Time Machine to be able to help us grow, and it could add uh, credits. So uh, look at our Facebook page within the next few days of recording on uh, what that's going to be, so that would certainly help us out. No, right. And now back to the show. Yeah. <laughs> and Chino, Chino didn't play the game right. You're supposed to stay still. I tried. I tried to make him stop moving, but he was busy no, rubbing no, his just... bits on my foot. So oh god! Yeah, it's oh, a weird no. habit he's developed. Oh no! Keep That's those to weird. yourself, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's ways of not that that not happening. <laughs> oh, their plan is very very stupid. He it's thinks dumb. it's very very smart because yeah. he they talk a lot about insurance. And, and I worked in insurance, and this drove me nuts. The plan is stupid because they get too greedy. They instead of just going for fifty thousand dollars, they're going to go for a hundred thousand dollars. They push the double indemnity clause, and then that's that's kind of where they shoot themselves in the foot. Right? Yeah, because or it's so suspicious. I made him look it up how much it would be worth. Yeah, I looked it up. 50 grand, just the regular 50 grand in uh, 1938 is when this movie was, is almost a million dollars in today's world. Damn. Damn. Yes. So the 100 grand is, I want to say like 1.8 million, something to that effect. Mm -hmm. It's like like $900,000 roughly. Wow. So yeah. They got greedy. Yeah. Because now they have to stage a death that is totally suspicious because it involves a train. Mm-hmm. And this guy was, this husband guy was already accident prone because he checked in, he got into oil fields, like yeah, but he's, down he, with he the get, workers. Down with the workers. He's apparently been, a bit of a klutz too. So. Yeah. So they just would have had to wait and probably would have gotten knocked off naturally. But no, gotta go with the train. And their plan is... Oh, he already broke his leg, too. Why did it so quickly, is my question. It's like... Right. Yeah, that's so suspicious. Yeah, because like he just got a life insurance policy. Dead. Right. Give Uh, it some time. Let it it, it boil a little bit. Because they were like horny teenagers. Because I remember when we were teens and we couldn't stand to be apart for like even a day. Right, yeah. It, it was like that until, you know, the um, in the movie at least, the ironic twist of where they start hating each other. Yeah. Which I was glad to see because I was like, ooh, how about maybe 
they do get away with it or something, but they ironically hate each other. Twilight Zone twist. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you, and it's like I was kind of happy to see that they were hating each other and at each other's throats because that's, these are... Ter- that's good. Yeah, Suspense. these are terrible people, yeah. and they've only been together for maybe a week. Yep. Yeah. And, and they're gotten, both stupid. <laughs> yes. And we would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for our meddling egos. It, right. They should have made sure they p- stuck the corpse on a track where he would go splat. Thank you. Literally exactly what Joss said last night. Yeah. Just put it on an active track so another train hits it. Or would the tra- that train derail? What's that? Or would that train derail? No, no it wouldn't no. derail. No. No. No, th- those, those cow catchers on the front are called that for a reason. They can just take out a cow, no problem. A human being is just going to be pulped. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you seen? Have you ever seen videos of trains hitting like trucks that yes, are stuck I have. on the track? Yes, there I was have. One, yeah. It was like a it was like a semi truck full of watermelons, and yeah. that that train just boom just wow. speared it, and there's just we, watermelons everywhere. We reviewed a movie called Back to the Future Three where no, that no, 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 happens. No, 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 no. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm saying in real, yeah, in real life, like movies is one thing. In yeah, real life, in real totally life, happens. it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I didn't know if the whole penny on a track thing was true. No. 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 Uh, okay. No. The, no, like the, it's, the, it's the not... It's, the, tra- the people on the train won't even feel it. It'd just be like, huh. Yeah. That was it's going. not even Iron Giant. Yeah. Like, you know. But it was so <laughs> stupid. And they're yeah. not... They're, first, he has to pretend to be the husband after he kills him from the back seat. Right. And they're not even going to make his corpse go splat. They're just... Oh, his neck is broken. <laughs> Plop it on the track and leave it there. Right, because if he fell off, it, even so, even if he had fallen off the train and another train hit him, yeah, what were they going to say? What is the autopsy going to say? Yeah. Well, there's a piece of him here. And a piece of him <laughs> here. The autopsy is going to say, like, he done got smushed. Yeah, yeah, many times over from all the different wheels. Now, that would have been a way to prove the, the suicide. <laughs> yeah. yeah Wipe yourself off, man. If, you did. <laughs> if they had established that he liked to walk the train tracks or went out for a walk at night. Yeah, that would mm. be one thing. If they had established that. Yeah, like he. But the suicide idea is so stupid because it's a. They even say it in there. The investigator in Keys says it's a fifteen mile per hour train, and the yeah. guy was on crutches. So how is he gonna climb over the thing? Why would he jump off there? He's like, he's not gonna die. Yeah. 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 So the mathematics aren't right. About yeah. That. Yeah. Although there was one particular line later on where he's saying, "So it's like he broke his leg right after he got this clause, and he didn't report it." Yeah. It's like. Here's how you uh, save yourself. Maybe he was too proud to report it. Maybe he didn't get around to uh-huh. it. Maybe this, that, and the other thing. But yeah, he did try it. to say, like, oh, maybe he didn't have time. Yeah. But, yeah. like, Walter's just kind of sitting there panicking for the yeah. whole thing. It's just, like, the guy was too proud to sign it originally, so yeah. it stands to reason. He could have gone that route, but... Right, so but then... tricked him into signing. But what they also established really quite well was Key's... You know, knowledge and background. The little like, man. Twenty six years. And that made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> see, I gotta said, trust my little man here. My little man in here. It points to his chest. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> because my brain went to two places. <laughs> Either he. Most dudes do. Yeah, my mind went to two places. Either he he gets his intuition from 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 his dick. <laughs> Oh, or God. he's actually a robot being ridden by a tiny alien, like in Men in Black. <laughs> and that's the tiny man. Either way, could have worked. I listen to my tiny man here. Pulls <laughs> tight. And the the universe is on Orion's belt. I, 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 
picture in the pug. Little man, see? Yeah. We, we, we're jumping a little further ahead, but like, you remember when we were, okay, so remember when we were in comedy school and I did that sketch about Joe Pesci hypnotizing people with his golden tooth? Yes. Oh, uh, so you're like, it didn't I mean, really, didn't exactly it, play, it didn't really play out too well, but you know, we tried, it was funny on paper, but imagine if you had like Joe Pesci doing this, like, hey, listen to my little man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen I to listen to my little man, right here, right here. How about listen to my little friend? Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I listen to my, to my, to the, to the little man. It's like, no, Joe, no, 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 I don't want, no. Come don't tell me yeah, about the little man. I don't want to listen to you, little man, nothing. <laughs> 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 See, that was good setup. Because I'm five. <laughs> but, but not as good setup was the whole, uh, Love at first sight bullshit. Mm. Well, lust, you know. Well, when they first see each other, you ca- you half expect to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That music. Like, I have no idea what, it, what that sting is actually yeah. called. Yeah. But it's like the, you expect, like, there's like flowers blooming at the edges of the screen yeah. and everything's all wavy it's and sort surreal. of, yeah, it's sort of in vain. Like, I, I could kind of hear, like, the, uh, the Always Sunny in Philadelphia theme. Sort of. Yeah, it's not the same score, but I. I agree. I I get it. What could have been done to fix that is I read that Love at First Sight is lazy writing. Therefore, there's got to be some kind of reason for the attraction. Like, if the person reminds them of something or that they need, that kind of thing. Well, he's in an insurance. Oh, well, she needs an, an, you know, a dead husband. I think she... I think she reminded him that he hadn't got laid in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I was thinking of the Drawn Together episode where they gay married for the insurance. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> they could have parodied that so well, this so well in that show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there, there's, uh, where are we here? So They kept meeting in the, the supermarket. Mur- yeah, which was kind of clever, but except the, they were very loud. Yeah, yeah. And I kept staring yeah, at the cans, yeah. trying to read what kind of old timey supermarket <laughs> stuff was there. Well, like the random boxes that were just like a white box with like a black trim around it, and then nothing in the middle. It's just a box of stuff. Stuff. And then there was signs for canned beans and a random sign that said "No dogs allowed." Yep. And then I was wondering, why did did people really stack cans? All the time back then, before did they? How long did it take the world to learn? Don't do that because in every movie, except this, a stack of cans is gonna be smashed over. Yeah. But just like in almost any action movie you see, if there's a Full helicopter, cart. it's not staying in the air. No, period. Ah. You know, yeah, it's just, it's just the, the laws of movies, learn? right? And I did a little research on that. Oh, so, did they really on the can yeah, stacking? They did, did you ask no, your grandma? No. No, but they did do some stacking. A lot of it was cartoons in order to show a large display that there was something like, okay, there's this big triangle and something that had to be sold. Like when you walk into a stop and shop or you walk into like any I've seen any them gross, do it like with if, Super Bowl snacks. Yeah, exactly. Like if you want like a similar soda, thing now boxes. where it's like there's a soda box display or yeah. that's what I was about to say. Like there's a soda box display or something that to catch sense. the eye. Yeah. But the, what I did find in the research is why there was so many cans on display. You have 1938. Somebody totally did not hate these cans. <laughs> yeah, there were no jerks in this. But you, you had 1938. The be- it was very cheap, easy food. And you have a large... This uh, the city that this was in was never really specified. No, it was, it was L.A. 
It was LA, okay. It was LA. So what you had there was you had these small stores. The easiest, the the easiest thing to buy, to stack on a shelf, to sell was canned food. Hmm. It was certainly dirt cheap, and when nobody had any money, especially LA, yep. you had a lot in Skid Row. Wait, and, I, I mean, think LA cer- would be rich. To a certain no. extent, that still extends. There's like, a today. very small section in LA that's actually has money. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah most, so. most of the rest of LA is is well, maybe not as bad as it's Skid Row. Exorbitant to live there. Yeah, yeah. It's I think the only very, city, you make very six figures and you're still going to be on welfare. Yeah, right. I think the only city yeah, that's more expensive is either straight up Seattle or San Fran. San Fran is actually know, like one of the highest. Yeah, and we say that in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. True, true. But it's still, it was the cheapest thing. It was the cheapest thing to stack. So that's why you always saw canned food in movies. Huh. Especially for those old black and white movies. So, and when you can't sleep, you research a lot. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yes, so, you do. Solidarity, yep. sister. Mm-hmm. Solidarity. Or you, or you play a lot of solitaire, too. I play a lot of solitaire. It helps to clear my mind. Or I watch dramas in Chinese. I still don't understand how you play competitive solitaire. Hey, I can do it. Leave me alone. (laughs) How is it multiplayer? The name of the game is solitaire. It means one. Artifact title. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I will have you know... Oh, it's not on this phone. Although, to Uh, be fair, they did make a battle royale out of Tetris, so I mean... I can't remember what rank I am now. I am ranked, though. (laughs) Uh, Huh. The so one of the things that happens is Lola started the. Uh, we didn't the, even mention who Lola was. Yeah, Lola yes. is the Lola Bunny, the stepdaughter. <laughs> uh, yep, Lola yeah. Bunny, the 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 uh, weirdly drawn version. Who's just the there for reasons? Point, the entry point for many furries in there. In, in <laughs> you know, we're getting off track. Yeah, I know. It's not bunny related. No, because no. she shares a name with with you know the sexual awakening of many people on the internet. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Lola, Lola, the Lola stepdaughter is, of, of Phyllis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the the daughter from his first marriage, who, yeah. and his wife had his wife had died of pneumonia, yeah, or complications from pneumonia, and Phyllis was her nurse. Her nurse. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. You see where we're going see, with this? What's funny is that here's the thing that they sh- they could have done that would have made it even, in my my opinion, even cooler, is if they had given her a first husband yeah. who had been murdered or who had died from mysterious circumstances right. but that they didn't find out until after she had already put the claim in like she had changed her name because then you could have made her a black widow right mm-hmm. I, thought I that agree yeah kind of sort of what she was going for the black widow thing but a black widow is supposed to kill her husbands mm-hmm. or, or her rivals so yeah. she killed her rival and she killed a husband but she only had the one husband and the one rival yeah there was a there was an LA story that was the uh, the Black Dahlia, I think was the yes. yeah that was what, the, mur- was, the was, murder was the Black Widow the, the famous Black Widow story no no, no that was the a, Black Dahlia was yeah. she was murdered she was almost cut and co- cut in half completely <laughs> and she was left in a affluent neighborhood completely naked um, like out on on Got it. the lawn yeah. and yeah. no one has yet to to figure out who murdered her and it's been C.B. Cooper years. yeah C.B. Cooper is such a fucking piece of horse shit that entire thing is complete bullshit right it aggravates the, oh don't Did get you, me started but how do you really feel because D.B. Cooper doesn't <laughs> fucking exist the man's name was Dan Cooper first off 
Right. Secondly. Maybe his middle name was Bob. Dead. <laughs> he's fucking dead. Okay, okay, they found the money, like, where he would have landed. He, he freaking died. Because there's no way he could have been able to jump from that altitude with fucking four parachutes and survived. I don't care what kind of military training he might have had. Wait, I thought most people only had one parachute, but four he parachutes? He took four. Well, there's no kill like overkill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know a yeah. lot about it. Don't get me. No, I've read about it too. I totally it's I, so I agree with you. It's bullshit. The reason that Phoebe yeah. Cooper sticks out is because they needed to make the his name pop a bit more so it sold more papers. Right. So D.B. Cooper stands out a bit more than Dan Cooper. Right. And they say that Dan Cooper didn't actually exist either. I can't remember what the guy's name was supposed to have been. Yeah, there have been three people who yeah. confessed on their deathbed that they were that D.B. They Cooper. That they were him, yeah. it's, it's complete bullshit. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I dug into it, too, and I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm done with this crap. It's annoying. So we have where we... Uh, the train, there, there's, um... Uh oh they yeah the they're deed. yeah they're in they're in the apartment and uh, Keys is telling them there's a theory that there's an outside there's a, there's a somebody else and that murder oh, isn't perfect Lola yeah oh. oh yeah Lola who is starting to get suspicious <coughs> and saying something's wrong and her boyfriend yeah oh yeah her boyfriend was I can't remember his name Zakari Z Z Something. Zwicky or yeah. No, no, like something Italian. Yeah. Because of the Zivo. <laughs> something Italian. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> or maybe some kind of Spanish. <laughs> it's Nino. Nino. Let's go with Nino. El yeah. Nino. It's Spanish for <laughs> <El> Nino. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he apparently has been showing up at uh, Phyllis's house at night. Okay. And um, it's expected. And, uh, and our, our lead character doesn't want to believe it. And because God forbid she cheat on him, <laughs> right? And uh, Lola, um, her name was Lola. She was a showgirl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of. Uh, <laughs> I I'm just thinking no. of a parody version of that. <laughs> I'm thinking of later on. I think it's. I saw her trying on. I when I, I was a kid and I saw Phyllis. Uh, and she had all the windows open. Yeah. With my, with oh, my mom was delirious. Yeah. 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 She had the she had the black uh, the the black veil on. She was trying it yeah. on. She was trying, yeah. she was trying yeah. on her, her widow clothes before he was even dead. Yeah. Yeah. These people are just there. There's faults to it, which I'm glad. Uh, you know, she's getting very suspicious, and you know, later on. And then I'm kind of wondering: is is uh, Walter going to kill her to shut her up? Because he yeah. is trying to shut her up, but not kill her. Uh, but then I start wondering, is he? Well, he doesn't, but... Right. I yeah. I would have liked to see them team up to kill Phyllis, and then it would be like, Murderception! Yeah. I was actually slightly afraid that he was going to start dating Lola. Which That's he, what I was which thinking. Which he sort of did. did. He almost did, but he was there more like a friend, thank God. Yeah. But I was but still like... Did, I was thinking they, they, they hook up and then they murder her, Phyllis, ironically. He was there as a friend. And took her to make out point. Mm. Yeah, but they weren't going to make out. They were sitting there just to chill. They were watching an orchestra. Yeah, Yeah. well, that was Hollywood Bowl was, yeah. you know, was what it was supposed to be. 
Yeah, they were. They look at it, it like, nice why? Back, yeah, it was a nice backdrop with Christmas. Yeah, lights in it. Uh, it, it was the gray screen looking lovely. Yeah, at that point, <laughs> like, why? Why are you crying? How do you know she's crying? She's not making a sound. Her she eyes. Hasn't, are, she hasn't moved. She's yeah. sitting stock yeah. still. Yeah, she. <coughs> so the uh, where are we here? So there's. Um, they find out that Phil is planning to kill him for financial gain and uh, change his will to prevent it. In the will, he both uh, left the business and money to lower as the primary beneficiary, leaving Phyllis with nothing. nothing. This is her Isn't this at the beginning? husband. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Keyes, who was trying to go ahead, be the guy on the, on the back end, who was trying to figure everything out, uh, brings the guy, Jackson, who was the man on the, on the back of the train who... Unfortunately, was there and was the hitch in the whole plan. You know, kept, who kept being so helpful. Yeah. yeah. The fact yeah. like, God damn it, Jackson, stop being so helpful. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. when Walter was vaguely disguised yeah. and pretending to be... Uh, and that's one of the other parts of it that was stupid, is that scene where it's like, oh no, it was a much younger man that I saw. He was about maybe ten years younger. How could you tell? On the from... back of his head? How yeah. could you tell? Yeah, and also, I Hair leave. color? At that point, if I was Neff, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I have to go to the bathroom. It's ten years younger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I gotta pee. I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. It, He's like, do I know you from somewhere? No. No, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, my last name's Neff. Oh, I know a family, I'm Neff, no relation. I, yeah. I fully expected him to do a spit take at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. True. Yeah, he sounded a lot like you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I would think no. the voice. See, that part gets more thrilling than, say, Ocean's Eleven. Yes. Because yeah. right. things actually happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that it wasn't all this exponential buildup for stuff we didn't even see. Yeah, right. that's why I don't hate this movie. Yeah. I don't know if I'd go out of my way to watch it, but if I'm flipping nah. through channels, it's on MeTV or something, I'll, I, hell, some lazy Sunday afternoon, I'd watch it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, I wouldn't go out of my way for it, but if I saw the original Ocean's Eleven, it'd be like, how do I get this channel off of my uh, service? Right. <laughs> I can't deal it's with this. contaminated now. Right. Now, Keyes actually suspects that Nino is Phyllis's accomplice because mm-hmm. she's been hanging around, so it's like he's almost out of the way. Yeah, and all he had to do was just lay low. Yeah, Zucchetti just kind of chilling around here. He's like, okay, well, let that kid sink, and I'll just kind of walk away and if go to Mexico. Just, yeah, if he had just... Like, step away from the whole away. thing. Yeah. But no. He's got to go rub he's, it in. He's got to get the last word. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed here. Kind of like I just did. I apologize. Yeah. So, he had four, uh, you know, uh, the Neff is over at Phyllis's house, but all the lights are out. And this was actually a very pretty scene, you know, where you see, like, the, the cigarette light going on. Yeah. And, and the her, radio. The world's the, worst whoopee cushion. Yeah, right. Gun. <laughs> yeah. The radio is a little bit down the street with the light from the street going in, and I'm like... Down the, the radio actually, was. I thought the radio was upstairs. Yeah, well, she put on their song. Well, that's why too. Like he wanted to close the close the window, uh, <coughs> close the shutters too, which is I'm like, okay, it's kind of working. And then I yeah, think she shot him. Yeah, she shoots him in the shoulder as he's closing it. But and it's kind of hard to tell because yeah, no squibs yeah. or anything. Just, this is where I think. Billy, ah, my arm. Yeah, Billy Wilder needed. I know about arm pain too. So, <laughs> but the uh, Billy Wilder needed a thesaurus. Could he call him her anything else but baby? Baby. 
Just, oh, baby. Yeah, You're good, baby. Fine, baby. I'm like, shut the fuck up! It's like, find another pet name. You're like, God, you... At least do something different in here. And finally, goodbye, baby, and he shoots her. Yeah. Twice. Twice. But again, it's kind of hard to tell because she's just like, oh. Yeah, yeah. He, he said, like, is she dead? She did. She did. Even she the died sound effects. Yeah. Even the sound effects were very weak. <laughs> oh, they were ad yard. Well, oh, shit. I mean, to, yeah, they I were mean, 80 yards so badly. To be fair, a gunshot doesn't really have this massive report. It's more of a pop it's than a anything pop. else. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The gunshots that you hear on TV are exactly that yeah. on TV. They're, they're, they're exaggerated. Real gunshots sound a hell of a lot more like fireworks than you think. I, yeah. I thought it was kind of the opposite. Like, the stereotype was that... I'm thinking of silencers. <laughs> well, it's it's the silencers, and in movies, guns like the, the f- make a much brighter flash than they do in real life. Yeah. Um, so basically, they're just medium in real life. Yes. Yeah, like, they're uh, medium pieces. Yeah. <laughs> the old neighborhood we lived in, we would often have to play gunshots or fireworks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> we learned to tell the difference. And it's like, oh. Oh, I know what that one is. Stay in the house. Don't well, go anywhere. I, well, what about a backfire? Where does that fit in? Backfire um, is so close, closer to a closer firework. to a firework. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I watched someone be murdered in front of me. No. So, yeah, for oh. real. Yeah, for, legit. for real. Oh. Legit. So it's uh, trust me when I say gunshots don't don't sound like what you think. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. So we reach the ending scene, and this is where uh, Nev is over. We're in the present now. Yeah, and uh, they're you know they're in the, they're back in the office in the scene where they are uh, in uh, Key's office, and then everything really comes to an end at this point. Uh, Keys has been there listening almost the entire time to hear just enough about what's going on. How much did you hear? Yeah. Enough. 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 You're all washed up, Walter. Which yep. was basically like, like 1938 slang for the fuck, Walter. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus you? Christ. You dude. dumbass. You really? What the actual fuck, Walter? <coughs> you done fucked yeah. up. So he wants to go to... (laughs) Yeah, he's going to go to Mexico to avoid the gas chamber with sags on the floor. If he hadn't spent four hours bleeding out and confessing, he he might have actually made it. Yeah. That extra describing. Yeah. Yeah, every every fucking thing that they did, I went in my house. I changed my shirt. Yeah, he could have explained the entire thing in about... Five minutes. It was like Five, a book. Maybe ten Wasn't minutes. It? Yeah. But no, he it was, was there. A, it was a book, yeah. He went there. But that's no, still we, lazy. We did the math last night. Like, he, he went there. It was 11 o'clock when the, all the nonsense went down with him getting shot and him shooting her. And then he made it down, downtown. So there was some time there. So figure away. He started this around midnight. Midnight. 11.30 midnight. And the sun was starting to come up. He said it was 4.30. So he'd been recording this for four and a half hours. Oh, right. Yeah. This story is not four and a half hours long unless you're describing in minute detail. Literally what happened over a week, yeah. <laughs> there, here, there's a nice part of it, you know, where kids replies to this, like, Walter, you know, the, um, it shows that they're close, you know, thinking you couldn't figure out this case. The guy whom he was looking for was too close, they're right to the desk from you. First of all, that uh, his office was 
further down the hall. Yeah. That was established. And, you know, it's like, well, closer than that, Walter. So it's like, oh, yeah, I love you too, Keys. And he lights the cigarette mm-hmm. for that, which through the whole movie, it was the other way around. And yeah. they're waiting for this. So it's like, okay, they care for each other a bit, probably there, and then it ends. Mm-hmm. And say, I don't know about you, but that whole lighting a match with your thumb thing, yeah, that is intimidating as hell to me. I was wondering yeah. when, the, when white phosphorus matches, they stopped making those, because I was... Because they would explode. <laughs> yeah, because that's what Keith said about his pockets. He like, keeps exploding in his pockets. Yeah, like, wait a minute, how do you, how does that happen without your entire pants catching fire? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe his pants did catch fire liar, on several liar. occasions. <laughs> but yeah, th- those used to be... You could strike them on your shoe, but um, the white phosphorus, I think, cost, caused fossy jaw or something disgusting. That sounds to, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah something, I think that was... And so they started manufacturing them out of red phosphorus or something, which yeah. is not as ignite, easily ignitable, yeah. but less disgusting to what it does to the workers. Yeah. I have a little bit here, but I'm going to save it for a few moments, but I was thinking, does anybody have anything with fantasy casting, or should I do my bit first? I wanted to say Ed Helms, because he kind of looks like him. (laughs) And make it a comedy. (laughs) Make it a murder comedy, so we've got a a death to smoochy thing happening. (laughs) Dark, like, black (laughs) comedy. (laughs) I mean, I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking something stupid like you know. Did he die though? I'm wondering if he bled out or if we don't know. They don't. They closed the movie yeah. up. Well, because he's the lead character, we don't want to see anybody physically die. Or we know. And, I think it would have been a mercy that, for and, him. But because of that period of time too, you never really see anybody totally see anybody dead. Like even where uh, where Phyllis was shot, and we know she's dead, but you never see her face, we and we see her body go limp. We don't even see the strangling. We, he just come pops you, up, you and then yeah. yeah, and then yeah. The, the camera's just on Phyllis making weird faces, which is fine by me. Yeah, I, I like the yeah interesting bit of. And also, that's because that actor was always on Broadway shows. And at that time, it was the same thing. If anybody died, they died off. They died off stage. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was never unless it was something like you Not know, like Shakespeare, though. That's what I was about to say. Unless it was something like Romeo and Juliet, where they had somebody would stab and they have red ribbon come out. It would Oof. symbolize it, yeah. but it's still you would never see anyone fully out there exposed dead for for a while. And it was the reason being was because it's 1944. At this point in time, you have people <coughs> who have experienced war and seen their friends yeah, die. You're gonna set on shell shock. Didn't is what they call have it. that. Yeah, it didn't have it for that period of time. Yep. I thought the U.S. didn't get involved until '45. They didn't get involved until '43. Oh, okay. It ended yeah, in '45. It, it ended in '45. Yeah. So it was '40. '43 uh, was when we start. Early '43 was when it started to. Um, and also. '42, excuse me, when it started to ramp up in Pacific, but '43 is when it wrapped up in Europe. And also, when did when did World War Two end? Because it wasn't. '45. I'm sorry. I meant I meant World War One. Like when World, World War One ended 1918. Okay. Yeah. So, all things considered, that's not that huge a jump in time no. either. There are still people who that would. I, yeah. I, 
I don't want to, you know, sound flippant and say that, you know, it's, you know, fresh and say it that way, but it would still be fresh in their minds. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And I add to adding on to that, too, you have the Great Depression and you have also Prohibition, mm-hmm. where yeah. a lot of people died of alcohol poisoning. Mm hmm. You know, straight up from bootleg wine and bootleg gin and, you know, from alcohol that was, uh, that wasn't supposed to be consumed. I've, I've had bathtub moonshine once. Uh, I am not surprised people died from that. No. (laughs) Not at all. No, I, I'm surprised some people in my family survived (laughs) as long as they did. I have some for fantasy casting or if, or if you guys don't mind for there, so... All right, I did a lot of it. So I have some for the modern day and classic actors. Okay. Classic actors, and you said it early, is that this is a movie that has Casablanca pants on? Yes, it is trying to All right, there is a scene in Casablanca where Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman look at each other and they see each other in Rick's Cafe. Yeah. And they stare at each other for about ten seconds. Yeah. And you know the entire relationship yeah. in that one scene. So I would say Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman. Yep, because, you know, for, it's pictured left to right. Humphrey for, Bogart, sexual tension, Ingrid Bergman. Yeah, it just fits perfect. <coughs> modern day for those two. Modern day actor, I would say Brad Pitt. Okay, he can do the smoldering. He could do the smoldering and he could play the straight lace really, really well. You know who else can do the smoldering? Yeah. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Do you do that? Is that a... Yeah. Do you do that on purpose? Or is that, that was just a one thing? Of, what, this? Yeah. <laughs> that was one of mine, too. Now, for Phyllis, um, I will say this one, but one of y'all can look this up. You know this one, and you're going to be like, holy shit, yeah, I knew you would say this, is a singer, Robin Adele Anderson. I know that name. Oh. Who, you look at it, you see it, and you see young Barbara Stanwyck. Now, Barbara Stanwyck. Robin Adele Anderson. Barbara Stanwyck. Okay. I guess was, I can kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah. Barbara Stanwyck yeah, was it. originally in the 1910s was a part of Ziegfeld's Midnight Frolic. Was the Ziegfeld show? She was a Ziegfeld girl dancer. In the show we saw, Robin played a character who the character was based on the life of Barbara Stanwyck. Her, her character was based on that, so it's like, you know what? That makes a ton of freaking sense. I do like and this one with the umbrella. This picture. Yeah. If you look up, mm. if you look up, um, Robin Adele Anderson, it's basically a second picture that pops up on Google. Yeah. It's. I can That's definitely see that. Yeah. I, it's I still, get thrown off because she has brown hair. Yeah. Well, yeah. But there, there is something on her Instagram where she was in a blonde wig and it fit. I'm like. I want to know if Barbara Stanwyck's hair in this movie was, like, really that perfectly shaped. It was, yeah. it was varnished wood. She was yeah. just wearing, like, a, a thing. <laughs> yeah. It didn't actually move. Yeah, it probably was. She probably had a lot of hairspray in it. It was, like, Dragon yeah. Age characters. It just, it's just a block. It doesn't yeah. move. For Barton Keys, I have two actors here. Kathy Kinney, who played Mimi Bobek in Drew Carey show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just to see a different change. That would actually be a lot of funny. That would be amazing. As long as, was, does she have troll dolls around though? I I want to see no. I want to see Mimi Bobek fully in this. Yeah. So just see here, like, well, don't you know how to go ahead and open the door? You turn left. Okay, now pull it towards you. Get the hell out of my office. I just to see a full here now. 
Another one which leads to the fantasy director, you already know who it is, if you've heard the show before. But, <laughs> That's my joke. But yeah. Barton Keyes, played by Christoph Waltz. Oh. Well, all right. It'll be a little less... Uh, a little, less J- funny. a little less J. Jonah Jameson, a little more Third Reiki. Third Reiki, right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he could be the husband. They're, they're, no, but there's the scene where he's like, Murda's not perfect. I think I know this. I know what's going on. And I just saw this. And I remembered when you and I saw Inglorious Bastards for the first time. Mm. And there's a scene I would have liked to see it be a little bit more edgy. But if, once he walks into the apartment, and then once you see Christoph Waltz come on scene in Glorious Bastards, you're like, oh shit. Like, it just there. And he plays a scary motherfucker without even saying a word. And he's have, unraveling all this. I still have yet to see this, to see in Glorious Bastards. Oh, we I, have I, it. I, I can loan it to you. Yeah. We have it. It is so good. <laughs> so good. I don't think you. Have you guys ever seen the movie um, To Die For? No. no. It came out in the 90s, I believe, in the early 2000s. It's starring um, Nicole Kidman and um, something Dylan. What the hell's his first name? Oh, shit. We went over this last night. I don't remember. It's basically this movie. Update. Really? Yeah. Um, it's huh. about like this two high school sweethearts who get married, and the wife is um, played by Nicole Kidman is like really, really unhappy with the way things are going because she, you know, they're not as well off as she would have liked, so she mm-hmm. ends up hanging out with a group of teenagers, sleeping with one of them, and has, convinces him to kill her husband. Mm-hmm. Matt, uh, Matt oh. Dillon Matt is Dillon. the husband, and oh. she enlists Jimmy, Joaquin Phoenix, a oh, high school boy who right. was enamored, enamored with her. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. And, uh, she, yeah, she has him murder her husband, and she gets away with it. The young Joaquin Phoenix, too. Mm-hmm. Well, and speaking of random movies, um, Strangers on a Train from earlier, I looked it up. 1951, Alfred Hitchcock. Ah, nice. So. Okay. Well, maybe a future movie. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have another just for the insurance president. It would make it ten times cooler, but, like, we believe it's a suicide. Christopher Walken. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you weren't going to say it, I was going to. Yeah. Like, he's got to be in there somewhere. Yeah. Or in the movie theater time machine universe, yeah, Christopher Walken doesn't have time to do much of anything because he's in every movie ever. Uh, I want to see everybody played by Danny DeVito, especially Phyllis. <laughs> just Danny DeVito in a wig, and just that the perfect hair, and then Danny DeVito. Oh my god, he did. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of the the art critic scene from Bullshit. Always Sunny. Bullshit! 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 He had a crazy wig in that. <laughs> and just for fun, make this animated and throw the cast of Drawn Together in it. Yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh, um, key, keys is played by uh, Waldorf Sockbat. <laughs> Wee! Didn't they do a film noir episode? Yes. They did. They did yes. do a film noir yes. episode. They did do an insurance fraud, yeah. too. Yeah. But you just have the two t- as Judas <laughs> Phyllis. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Xander playing Neff. Oh god. During the scenes where they have to kiss, his two is just super into it, and Xander's just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I can see Xander as Lola. <laughs> okay. 
Captain Hero is in. Oh, yeah. Captain Hero is Captain Hero is Xander is Lola. Yep. I feel like Clara's got to be somewhere in there. Does she? She's a neo-Nazi, does she? I don't know. No, Foxy is a... One of the two black people in the entire movie? Both of them who were in servant roles? No, like Foxy could be like the boyfriend. Oh, um. Nino. Yes. Oh, okay. Don't you know you gotta get out of the car and come with me? Yes. Yeah, she can have it out of. One thing that bugged me about this movie, I do have to say, and I understand it's a product of its time. It was a different time in the 40s or 38 or whatever, you know, this was. Came out in 44, basically. 44, yeah. But the screeching sexism. Right. Just, and I I, I understand. And the racism. Major. Yeah, he mentions, like, there's a colored woman that comes through and cleans up every now and again. It's just like... Okay, I get that that was progressive for the time, but no, stop that. Don't do that. And just every time a woman's on screen, some guys are like, here, can you go do this for me, sweetheart? It's just like, kick him in the dick. Do something. Yeah. Just, ah, I, I can't. Oh, bothers me. Am I the only one that had trouble understanding what they were saying sometimes? Because I, we couldn't get subtitles on it. Yeah, oh, we, we, we had subtitles. <laughs> we have subtitles of... About 80% of the time. Because the subtitles ran into each other because people were talking uh, too fast. They literally, it was like a head on collision between subtitles. They'd be like bits in between other bits, just be like, I don't, I kind of get what you're trying to say there, but uh, wow, that's that's an ampersand in a weird place. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a uh, how to rewrite this movie. At a uh, at a better pace. I just want to see what anybody thinks of this plot. Okay. And just to see what happens. I got inspired because again I couldn't sleep, and I watched uh, something. You on... had to take a dump. Yeah, yeah. I had to watch a. There's um... my thinking space. <laughs> yeah, I had to watch a. I watched um, something on uh, Nostalgia Critics Channel. Is something they do called fan script. Where they re- okay. they rewrite a movie plot to be a little better, and they recently did <coughs> the new Mary Poppins movie, mm-hmm. okay, to be a little better, and I'm like, that kind of works. So like, as angry as I was with this, like this is bullshit movie, and it's a lot of it that's really bad. I'm like, let's tweak it. It's, no. it's basically headcanon, but yeah, know, putting it out there exercise. for everyone else to yeah. see. Mm-hmm. So. The movie, it was based in 1938, there was a play version of it, but there was a novel written in 1943. Mm-hmm. So according to the wiki, this is based on. Yes. Okay. So first what you want to do is let's shift it ahead six years to 1944 to current time. Okay. All right. Like it was with Casablanca. Okay. And what you do, you take, replace the audio tape confession, and what you see in the very beginning is you have a shot on Key's desk. There's a typed confession with blood on the top. And take all the narration out of the movie. Okay. And it goes right back to what happened, what's going on. We don't see anyone. You change the perspective from William Neff to Phyllis. Okay. Completely. Show from her point of view at the very beginning... 
her relationship and marriage. Now, Barbara Stanwyck at the time was the highest paid woman mm-hmm. in 1944, and it would have been far more interesting, and she would have had an amazingly high draw. Because you have... It would have cost a lot more to do it that. It would have cost a lot more, yeah. but you would have gotten a lot more because she's had significant hits for nearly she almost... Did. She okay. She's almost but, 30 years. But plot-wise... Uh, Okay. It would spoil the whole. Oh yeah, she the, didn't, the never really thing. loved him. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll get into that. Oh, okay. okay. I'll get into that because it, it does. It's a little different in my in my head. Mm-hmm. So it would have been a draw. So show her relationship with her stepdaughter and why they hated each other. Like her trying to get along. Mm-hmm. They try to get here. Now, meanwhile, we don't even see Neff yet at all here. So. There's, you know, we only see one scene when they're together, other than, you know, when the murder happened and everything else, and the build up why they don't like each other. Now, flashback again, where we see that um, Barbara's husband, I don't remember his name, but either way, he is married to, and she's taking care of the first wife. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens is she dies. She's a young nurse. So trying to go ahead, draws into L.A. because they have money, and she's starving, and he's well-connected. Yep. Possibly that he's part of the mafia, and he, she looks at it, take, gives her too much medication, or just misjudges it, accidentally kills her, and it's whether it was an accident or whether it's not. Now, you play the angle that the fact that he's there, did she seduce him to, or marry him in order to just survive? Oh, shit, I'm having a problem. Now, at this point, we have time to progress on, and you show the verbal abuse. He still doesn't quite trust her, meaning Barbara, uh, Phyllis's husband. Yeah. Doesn't quite trust her, but she's surviving and still getting on, and she has to still move along and still move here. But they're distant, and she's like, what did I do? What did I get myself into? I yeah. could have just ran. I could have done something. Now, here comes William Neff. Change his character around. It's 1944. He's recently returned from a war, and he was stationed in a Nazi-occupied country. It's not specific where exactly he is, but let's say Europe. Okay. Okay. He's involved with insurance before the war due to his family, so he easily goes back into it, but he dives back into into work to avoid the war demons. You know, to avoid that... That shell shock to, mentality. To distract himself. Yeah. So before he has the end of service, he's in uh, he's in Germany, or not specifically. He meets a woman who escaped from the Nazi tra- uh, concentration camp while he's on duty. They have a brief love affair, which did happen. Yeah. Bob, I know you're listening. I know you're thinking of your grandparents. Cool. But you know, we're they met in a cafe, and he's told the story a lot, but. You know, they have this brief love affair, and then, you know, he wants to, you know, she talks to him about how unhappy her marriage is. She doesn't know where her family is. They're separated. And then she's like, take me back to the U.S., but she's recaptured by the Nazis, and we never know what happens. So at this point, this is why you could see why he's drawn to Barbara. Mm -hmm. A pretty girl who has this beautiful, yeah, Barbara, Barbara Stanwyck. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Phyllis. why he's drawn to Phyllis? So he remembers the wartime girl as a, a girl with amazing hair and a pretty face, and as a war hero, this would explain his paranoia. 
They're on to us. They can't see us. It elevates to a higher level because he's thinking not only going to jail, but it's literally something of time, you know, of a matter of life and death. Yeah. Now, the rest of the story plays out as usual, but in the final 20 minutes, Nino um, is in the house and, so, you know, does his usual thing where he's going in and sees, sees that Phyllis is under attack. Mm-hmm. Shoots, uh, he shoots Neff, and, but they both get, you know, they're in a scuffle, but they both get away. Mm-hmm. Barbara's left alive, wondering what she's done with her life. They find, you know, then we flash back to Key's office, we find that she wrote the confession. Neff is on the side, still clinging to life, still wondering what's going on, and she's still guilt running, but now wants to come clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they hear, so the bo- Neff's boss, Keys, uh, and the police overhear this last conversation. They both are arrested, but Neff slumps into a chair. The boss lights a cigarette for him. The last words on the screen, you see him look <coughs> up at, you see him look up at Phyllis, and he says, "What a pretty face." And then the credits roll. I think that would have that would have done wonders to make this movie more interesting. It more would watching. have elevated it beyond there. Now this movie was nominated for seven awards. It had yeah. great esteem. It had great. Thing. I didn't look up what it was against or what it lost against. I mean, it's not an awful but movie, it but it lost every single one yeah, of the categories. It, yeah. If we would have had this, because what we were missing was sympathy mm-hmm. yeah. for and a backstory. Because you're trying, regardless yeah. of anything, you want to have a character that you root for. Because well, let's face want it, that yeah. one and, yeah. and but, Lola but, wasn't strong enough of a character. Yeah, and, to root. and let's face it, Neff didn't exist until the beginning of the movie. Right. right. And just like he has no story, he's just yeah. a dude. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't the 1940s have been opposed to sympathy for murderers? Like, oh, yeah. maybe I'm thinking of the comics code. But too there's much, the, there's but the yeah the comics code yeah you would have been thinking of that. Attitude. But but the thing is is he's looking <laughs> at it and he sees something and even though that he he has a background where he presumably would have killed people, and not every war hero has a murder on their hands. No. Nope. Not all of them do. Not every veteran has done that. But he's had a point where he's like, okay, he remembers the one that got away. The pretty-haired girl with the pretty face that got away. And that sticks. And, you know, I had a... It's definitely a stronger reason to be yeah. attracted to her. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when he sees somebody who is really unhappy, a very pretty girl who he can help... Mm-hmm. Then that's where he gets in and he's like trying to remember the past. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've talked to a lot of World War II veterans who could who could have been this. Mm-hmm. To me, I think that would have been a lot stronger. No thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely. If, yeah. if you want to focus on the mystery, you just got to make sure you don't focus so heavy on backstory. Or right. if you want to focus on the backstory to make right. that the story. Right, and that's why I said the mystery is, is who's writing the confession, who does this, and then you think, okay, Neff's doing it. Citizen Kane's writing the, it. Yeah, one of, the, <laughs> one of the biggest weaknesses is that you see right away who did it. He killed her. Like, um, I am going to say, short movie. It's yeah. like we know. Yeah. Damn. I killed me. Yeah, you 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 did that. Yeah, you you did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just imagine if this was directed by Tarantino. Oh. The anklet scene would have been twenty five minutes. Oh yeah. Easily. He would have made sure that, that would have been a slow splat. walk down those stairs. <laughs> splat Real on the slow track. Walk. I don't know if there would have been more. And she would have been barefoot. 
and she would have been carrying her shoes because they'd be like sling ba- slingbacks yeah. through two fingers <laughs> with one hand, and she'd have a glass of brandy or a cigarette in the other. And that's how she would be walking down the stairs. Would there be more or less smoking in a Tarantino movie? Uh, More. About, yeah, probably more. more. I I would say more. Slow walk down there to David Bowie's Cat People. There's a... (laughs) With with this movie and with... um, Recently, Joss and I watched Stranger Things, seeing so many scenes of people smoking. (coughs) We're both ex-smokers. Seeing all of that lately, I'm I'm just like... Damn, I want a cigarette right now. I'm not gonna do it. I, I've never seen it so much, just like glamorizing it. TV, come on. Yeah, yeah, well, I can. In yeah. Stranger Things' defense, it was the '80s. Yeah, everybody yeah. smoked everybody all smoked the time in forever. The 80s. I could see your point. Yeah, I could see your point. It just like. I thought about, like, what could do it. Like, I was really, really super angry about this movie. I'm like, why the fuck was this? This is so bad. This is so bad. You can't really have sympathy for Neff or Phyllis. I kind of felt bad for Neff, at least relative compared to Phyllis. He also turned bloodthirsty real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Real fast. Like he was sitting on it. And it's just, it's the whole... Gee, I wonder what would happen like if I tried to... Like, he didn't even to... show any... That he had any guilt yeah, about that. it at all. Yeah, he had it's, it's the, no it's guilt. It's the cheating thing, too. I, That's the, that yeah. the first bit that got to me. It's the cheating bit. Like, okay, fine. Your, your relationship is terrible. I get that. There are But other he didn't options. even know that Yeah, He was just like, I'm going to flirt with her. Cause... But there are other options. Like, finish what you started before you start something else. It's just well, she even says, though, I mean, she does say her husband would never give her a divorce. Yeah. But he was flirting with her before he knew any of that. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. But if, if we're going by Phyllis's yeah. I just, own I, description now, whether it's true or not. I don't know. I've, just, I've been cheated on too many times. I can't trust a cheater. I just no. I can't. No. Period. No. End of story. Yeah, that's... If you, I agree. If you yeah. want a good remorse scene, um, Breaking Bad, Walter White's first kill... Yeah. Um, yes. He just agonizes over it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Considering how much I can look like him, I still haven't seen that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of slow the first episode or so, but it ramps up. Yeah. I've, actually, I've actually gone to do a convention as as uh, Heisenberg. Yeah. Like I had the pork pie <laughs> and everything. It's really, really, really interesting. It's an interesting psychological show. Yeah. More than that is that you Very see... Very suspenseful. You see Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston play these characters that yeah, that start one way and then go the complete opposite. You watch them turn into monsters. Yeah, we're yeah. really yeah, but Jesse also has a lot of remorse for so everything. So you end up feeling end. bad yeah. for Jesse. Yeah, like, isn't, yes. isn't that what did well, you end up feeling yeah. terrible for? Yeah, him? Breaking Bad is another in those series of yeah. shows like I um, found it fascinating. Like Sons of Anarchy is another one. And right. Are Orange is the New Black? It's like bad things happen to bad people yeah that, that's that that's been like a big thing for a while and that's why I say it's like this is a perfect thing if there was a remake there was a remake that's of why this. I wondered if they should be sympathetic yeah. in this or not I mean my preference is yeah. sympathy for bad people or good people in, in fiction but right. 
I, I just kind of wonder where the line I usually is. need a reason. I need yeah. a reason to be sympathetic. Yeah, yeah. Because without yeah. that reason, I'm like, okay, so you get everything, you, you deserve everything you get right now. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything for those who haven't seen it, but certain things happen to certain characters in this season of Stranger Things, and I don't feel bad for them one little bit no. because there was nothing done to make me care about this character again. Right. That's why it's like Phyllis gets shot good. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch uh, like, oh, what a damn shame. She died? Too bad. Yeah. I felt shame. a little bad for Walter. Just a little bit. Because... Yeah. <coughs> I didn't... But he's, no. he's basically a sock puppet. Like, he, yeah. he had he no real personality. No, yeah, he, he... No, it's... Yeah. He, had, he was a salesman. Yeah. yeah he was a salesman, and he has no remorse for any bit that he had done throughout this entire thing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, no actual for, real remote remorse yeah, for what I've seen of Fred McMurray's roles as well for the Absent Mind Professor that I watched a little bit of a My Three Sons episode, he needs to have someone just as strong who has the same emotions back so he reflects off them. Right. <laughs> so this is how a human being reacts. Yeah. I, will, <laughs> I will imitate. Oh, God, what if this was Tommy Wiseau? Oh God! Uh, I was actually thinking the um, I was actually thinking the Zuckerberg stuff. Just like, what is this? It's water, Lord Zuck. Do humans like it? Yes. So then it will refresh me. Zuckerberg lizard person thing. <laughs> it was Tommy Wiseau too, or something. No, you need to have the anemone, bitch. You know, you're supposed to do. <laughs> There It'd be is, more hilarious a, and scary. There is a frightening as hell. There is a the room video game. Oh yeah. Yes. I believe I I believe I've uh, linked it. Yeah. We watched it. Yeah. And at the end of it, it's just like so that explains an awful lot about Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> I get it now. The ending. I get <laughs> it now. I did see the spoon collecting a little bit. Well, I say he's he's basically a uh, a radiant spirit of light, uh, given flesh <laughs> on this mortal coil, <laughs> which explains why he doesn't quite understand how to human. No, no, yeah. but it, we we did a, we had a great episode with that. Yeah, we did. When we did that one, the <laughs> we kind of bent our rules a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that, that was nearly two years ago now. Oh my god! Holy shit, we've been doing this a while. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, so I think uh, we have anything else to remember on this no, one. We're almost an hour and a half. Yeah. So <coughs> alright. So it's there next week is Dirty Harry. Yep. Woo! Uh, That's a good song. Uh, oh very good song. Very good song. Um, again, if you're in the Southeast Mass area and wanting to be a part of this pro- this process, uh, we're needing a intern, uh, particularly if you need to have college credit, that'd be great. Uh, we are looking to... Undergrad? Undergrad, yeah. We are looking to um, possibly do some shows in the near future, so please, uh, out, out of this area, so please let us know. Um, you can go on the Facebook page within a few days of this time of recording and we'll have something posted. Alright, so be good, take care of yourself, and see you next week. Have a great day. Bye.